Blog Talk Radio. This is Daniel Feuerstein once again, the Feuerstein's Fire American Soccer Show, USA at Switzerland postgame show, as the United States is uh, performing in this friendly, currently still down two goals to one to the Swiss, and uh, match still going on. It was a uh, bit of a delay for this match to start up, but uh, then they were able to get out there and uh, uh, begin this match, and of course... uh, in this particular matchup, I thought a great opening 45 at the moment for the USA, but something just didn't go well in the second half, and they're down two goals to one. Probably would have been three goals to one um, if a certain penalty was converted by the Swiss, and uh, unfortunately, the penalty call against the U.S. was very harsh. Sergino Dest uh, had his arms, I wouldn't say he had his arms completely out, uh, away from his body, but he was running back into position, and then all of a sudden, um, there was a play where uh, Dest got the ball hit against his hand, and they called the penalty. And if you look at the replay, yes, his hands were away from his body, but still, though, you know that's a that's a guy who is running back and just putting himself into trying to get himself into position to defend while running back. I didn't think his arms were completely all the way out. I didn't think his arms were uh, in a position where, um, you know, how could he find a way to handle the ball? And sometimes, you know, that's not handball. That's more ball to hand because of the shot that was taken. And, yes, they did got the penalty, but the penalty was missed. So that's a good sign, you know, that justice was done. But still, though, you just have to say that for the U.S., that first half um, was a solid first half. Uh, second half, they've looked shaky, and uh, back line has, did not look strong enough in this second half uh, to do anything solid. Still some time left here um, in this matchup if the USA can pull off an equalizer, if they can. Uh, of course, they're getting ready for the CONCACAF Nations League uh, tournament that will start this coming Thursday over in uh, Denver, Colorado, in, in Power Field at Mile High, of course, home to the uh, Denver Broncos of the National Football League. So it will be the United States taking on Honduras, while Mexico will be taking on Costa Rica. Those are the top four teams in the uh, four groups of the um, from the CONCACAF Nations League group stage and uh, A-League to uh, advance to take the top spot in each group. So we'll wait and see what's going to happen uh, when we get over there. And uh, Nations League right now, at the moment, has been a success. I think it's been a very good success uh, for the Nations League in CONCACAF. And that's the point you want. That, I think that's the thing you want to see. You want to see this confederation grow. 
And it's not just the United States growing. It's not just Mexico growing. Canada is starting to grow a little bit better now um, with their play. Uh, it's also the nations in Central America. It's also some of the, these also these nations in the Caribbean, because you want to see them improve and make this confederation better. Now, granted, there's a lot of Caribbean nations uh, in the uh, over on the islands that are usually, you know, oh, we just happy to be here. But there are those that want to be, you know, they're dreaming to be bigger and better than what they normally show. And one second. Excuse me. I mean, in the reality is you want this confederation to get bigger, better, and stronger. And so far, I think we have seen some things, and it looks like that's it. Final whistle is blown as the United States and Switzerland end the match. 2-1 2-1 victory for Switzerland as they uh, get ready for the Nations League of the United States while the Swiss will be getting ready for Euro 2020, which will be played in 2021 due to the pandemic. And it should be a fun one. A fun one uh, for the European tournament to go. Yes. And it should be an exciting European. Um, 2020. And as we get set for this one, uh, all you can say is the United States, I thought once again, uh, the United States had a very good opening 45. That second half really lacked uh, anything positive moving forward and it's just one of those things where uh, you you have to say that that back line is a bit worrisome right now obviously no Aaron Long due to the fact of his ruptured Achilles tendon that he suffered playing with the New York Rebels at the Philadelphia Union where he landed wrong and uh, I believe it was in his right leg right foot so he is done for the season and obviously had successful surgery, but the recovery time is going to be crucial. But definitely um, Aaron Long not going to be available for any competition this year, uh, especially in uh, not just the CONCACAF Nations League for the United States, but also for the CONCACAF Gold Cup. And then, of course, World Cup qualifying, which will be starting in September. Triple match days, of course. It will be very interesting to watch what's going to happen here in this matchup. But once again, it's a situation, as we've already talked about, that this USA team and, you know, some of these players, of course, looking sharp, looking solid, 
and there are those not looking sharp and solid, and hopefully they get their opportunity. Um, all six substitutions used. I was very disappointed that Matthew Hoppe um, was not selected to come off the bench. He was on the bench as a substitute, but was not selected to play. And if, you know, first game probably, I understand. But, you know, if he's been doing well at Schalke and he's been scoring goals, then you would like to think that he should get an opportunity to be in this matchup coming off the bench. Now, we don't know if he needs more seasoning at Schalke. We don't know if he needs more of an opportunity to go out there and perform uh, at a high level. We'll have to wait and see. But other than that, you have to say that it was, in my book, not disappointing, just all you can really say is that it would have been nice to see him get an opportunity. I felt he deserved an opportunity at least. I felt that Hoppe, I, I, I think, I, I really think he should have had an opportunity to go out there and perform, and we'll see what happens down the road. Who knows, maybe he'll be on the, uh, we'll see him in the Nations League. If not, maybe we'll see him in the Gold Cup. Um, you know, or probably he'll be in the friendly against Costa Rica coming on Wednesday at Rio Tinto in Sandy, Utah. Other than that, um, I I liked how they started. I liked how they were able to go out there and uh, perform. As I've said, excellent goal by uh, Sebastian Leggett. Of course, that little free kick moment. Uh, delivered by Giovanni Reina, and then a bit of a pinball action inside the Swiss area, and then all of a sudden it's Legit who buried it into the back of the net and made it 1-0. Um, and that was in the fifth minute. Five minutes later, it was Rodriguez who buried the ball to make it 1-1 uh, into the matchup in the, the uh, tenth minute. Now, I don't know if he bent it perfectly, if it hit some sort of a divot in the uh, pitch, or if the ball was deflected off of a defender and in, all I can say is is that um, that was a very, very uh, poor defending moment for the U.S. and for even Horvath, um, who played great. I thought he played well in goal. Uh, you know, I, I can't really blame him for, the, for either goals because that's not his fault, uh, to be honest with you. I thought the defense for that second goal – was very, very sloppy, uh, poor deflections, poor everything. And all you can say is that for those games, it's just a point where, you know, in that second half, the defense was not up to par. The standards were not there. And all you can say or all you can talk about is that that particular situation was poor. Completely poor. And that's something that Burhalter is going to have to fix. That's something Burhalter has to work on with, uh, with the club. I shouldn't say with the club, but with the players uh, in this CONCACAF Nations League. Because here's the thing. You 
can probably get away with some of those issues against Honduras. You'll never get away uh, with those issues if you're going to face Mexico because, you know, as good of a manager as Greg Berhalter is, and he has done well in MLS with the Columbus crew, the truth is, is this, is that you are facing an experienced manager and Tata Martino, who, in my opinion, should have been taken by U.S. Soccer. Of course, we know what happened at that time. U.S. Soccer, of course, uh, they felt that they just didn't want anyone else. They wanted Burhalter. Sure, they had an Oscar Pereja uh, interview just to make it sure it wasn't, uh, you know, uh, all, uh, you know, just to sweep all those stuff under the rug and stuff like that. But once again, it's a situation where you have to say it, and you know you gotta be honest that the way he was hired was wrong. We all know that there was no real coaching search, period. And the federation, um, at times, you know they they show themselves to going and doing things, you know, uh, backwards, and that's not what you want from a from a federation that is trying to pretend that everything's done on the up and up. So all you can really say is is this, is that right now Burhalter is the manager, and Burhalter right now is running things, and until, uh, until uh, we see some pro- uh, progress from him in tournaments, then... Until then, we're going to have to wait and see. But where he'll be really judged, it's not so much it's Gold Cup. It's not just Gold Cup. Where he's going to be judged is going to be World Cup qualifying. Because if the United States does not go to the World Cup in Qatar, and, I, and personally, in my opinion, um, in my opinion, is that they don't go to the World Cup in Qatar then they're going to have to get rid of him and find somebody else. Because at this point in time, there's going to be tons of questions once again. And once again, Burhalter has a big fat zero going against Tata Martino, whether it be on the club level or in the international level. And in my opinion, he's got to really work on that. Um, but other than that, uh, just a poor second half by the U.S. Uh, I really didn't think that they were strong enough in the second half. Backline looked shaky, and even if the substitutes they made, the substitutions were made by Berhalter. Um, very shaky backline in the second half. I thought that they were perfect in the first half. I thought they did very well. Um, a little issue with that with that uh, level tying goal that equalizer by Switzerland but once again it's a situation where uh, you just have to say that this is a particular situation that uh, they did not do well in Um, and you also have to say you know and if you just missed me saying it earlier I know that I was do I opened the show during the second half but um, you, you have to say it like this the penalty that was awarded in the first half to Switzerland was not a penalty. Absolutely not. Not a penalty 
whatsoever. Very simple reason is this. Shogino desk, now obviously if your hands are away from your body in an unnatural position and you get hit with the ball, it's a penalty. His hands were not like, you know, far, far away from his body. Like if you want to extend your arms out away from your body and then your ball and the ball gets hit there, fine. That's a penalty. That is a penalty without a doubt. Sergino Des was hustling back to play a defensive role in that uh, in that time when the penalty you know was before it was being called. Now his hands were away from his body, but it wasn't extremely far away. I would say maybe a good maybe two to three inches away from his body, and he and he didn't even move towards the ball. Did not move towards the ball. Should have contacted the main referee and say to him, "Listen, from my vantage point." Or the assistant referee say to them, you know, on my on my vantage point, that's not a handball. Put the whistle down. Don't blow your whistle. Don't call for the penalty. And Rodriguez, who converted the equalizer, he shanked that ball wide of the near post, and the United States gets lucky. Um, but they get unlucky in the second half because oh, Giovanni Reina. Giovanni Reina, oh, he had a great shot. And if he would have just found a way maybe to keep it inside that near post a little bit more, he tucks it in. It's 2-1 U.S., but he nails the front of the near post, and it goes off and out over the end line. So that is a tough one to swallow, obviously. But still, you would have to say for Reina – um, just very, very unlucky to make it 2-1 over there. But, of course, uh, substitutions were made, and sadly, the substitutions did not help out. Um, a lot of confusion, poorly played balls, uh, deflections all over. The Swiss pick it up, and they bury the back of the net. That made it 2-1 for the Swiss, and that was scored in the 63rd minute by Zuber, uh, who put the ball away. And that was it. Um, just not good defending in the second half by the U.S. You saw their attack being pressured really badly uh, by the Swiss. I should say, you know, it was good pressure by the Swiss, but badly handled by the United States. And, you know, I, I thought some players stood out well. There's a few that did not, but overall... Um, once again, it's a result where we all know who the opponent will, that they're playing against. They're tuning up for their tournament in the European Championship while, um, while our guys are tuning up for the CONCACAF Nations League semifinals against Honduras. And I think they'll be fine. It all depends on, you know, obviously what they'll do in the semifinal against Honduras, and then who will they face in the final, either Costa Rica or the United States. All will be in Denver, and you can watch it on Paramount Plus app on your smartphones. Uh, You can also watch it on Spanish language channel, either TUDN, or you can watch it on Univision. So it's going to be interesting to watch and see what's going to happen. I downloaded the app for Paramount Plus, I have not signed up yet to, uh, you know, get the coverage yet. But, you know, CBS really going all out on soccer, not just in Europe, but the women's game. 
the NWSL, the UEFA Champions League, already done and dusted. Great job uh, and congratulations to Christian Pulisic, the first American footballer to win the UEFA Champions League. Uh, of course, he's the second player to be in the final uh, to go in there. Zach Steffen, of course, backup goalkeeper for Manchester City, was not in goal uh, for that final, but that's okay. Um, you know, Pulisic, if he would have scored, boy, I tell you, the entire country would have gone through the roof and went uh, crazy. We all know what would have happened over in Hershey, Pennsylvania, that's for sure. But still, though, you just have to say uh, for this one, it's going to be exciting to watch. It's going to be exciting. Uh, fantastic to see and you know the Nations League you know I, I will admit this I, I will say this though uh, and I, this is what I want to talk about with the CONCACAF Nations League with everybody this is a situation where you need to go and see the positives that comes into playing with the Nations League because you're trying to improve this confederation. Now, obviously, we, you only worry, you know, we support the United States. You only worry about the U.S., and that's understandable, and I understand all that. But the truth is, is that with the CONCACAF Nations League, you want to see a growing um, buildup with every single nation and Caribbean island out there to perform at a high level, and this is what they are doing. This CONCACAF Nations League, the qualifying matches, the league matches, it helps these nations when it comes to the CONCACAF Gold Cup, which will be played this coming July. World Cup qualifying, obviously, coming through. We're still in the first round. The first round of of qualifying will continue on through now, and hopefully you can watch it on Telemundo or uh, NBC's uh, Peacock app. You might have to... Uh, pay up a bit for the uh, Peacock uh, premium to watch those matches. Of course, they'll be in Spanish language, uh, but, you know, to watch these games, it it should be a lot of fun and it should be exciting uh, to have. And, of course, if anyone has any questions right now, uh, 646-929-1823, if you'd like to call in and talk about this matchup, um, to talk about what you liked, what you didn't like, um, if you're able to. And other than that, it's a situation where, once again, it's uh, you just have to go and uh, give me your opinions and just tell me what you felt uh, was good, what was not good, and that's fine by me. Um, but once again, Greg Berhalter, uh, in my opinion so far, uh, I thought he did okay with this one. Um, just the back line, not blaming Berhalter on this, just felt like the back line. There was no communication whatsoever. Uh, they lacked communication at times in the first half, but they really lacked it in the second half. And then, of course, the Swiss uh, defending very well in the second half. Excuse me. They defended very well in the second half, pushing the U.S. away from their goal. The U.S. trying to uh, reestablish their press, or at least an attacking uh, run if possible, but you saw the Swiss forcing them back, back to midfield, and that's something I think Burhalter is going to have to work on with his back line, especially during CONCACAF Nations League. They're going to have to find a way to go out and 
reestablish some form of an attack and move forward. Now, we all know this is probably not the roster that will be in Denver. There will be probably some players that will not be going to Denver from this one. Uh, but once again, you know, they've, they've tried their best. All you can really ask of them, and it's a friendly, so you don't have to worry about, you know, what will happen. But the truth is, is this, is that this is a matchup where I thought the USA were able to uh, take on the Swiss well, but somewhere in the second half, tactics were probably uh, adjusted by the Swiss. And I think the U.S. tried to make adjustments but for the second half, but unfortunately it didn't work for the USA right now. Uh, it's a 2-1 loss against the Swiss in a friendly. Like I said, Matthew Hoppe, I, I wanted to see him get an opportunity. I wanted to see him get a chance. I wanted to see him go out and perform a bit. I, I really wanted to see what he was going to do on the international stage. Like I said, if Berhalter didn't feel comfortable with him right now going out there, then you know what? Fine. But if this kid is going to be the next threat in the German Bundesliga playing for Schalke, then you're going to have to use him. I think for now, maybe World Cup qualifying is not strong enough. But if you want to give him an opportunity in a Gold Cup match, go for it. I'm not saying right now Nations League. But I give him an opportunity in the Gold Cup. Let's see what he can do. Let's see what, what he's able to do during the Gold Cup in a match, whether it be coming off the bench or maybe starting in the last group stage match if they need it, if they don't need it. But they might. Last game will be against Canada. So we'll have to wait and see what will happen. But until then, until that last game in that group stage against Canada in B, as of right now, the United States, um, we will have to wait and see when Matthew Hoppe gets a real shot uh, in a national team camp. I like what I've seen from him uh, playing at Schalke. And hopefully the future is bright. Nice to see DeAndre Yedlin get another shot at the national team after everything that he's been through with uh, Newcastle. Um, you know, obviously he started off well with them, and then uh, new management came in, and then all of a sudden they just weren't using him properly anymore. So now he's in Galatasaray in Turkey, and I bet he's doing very well over there uh, in Turkey right now. So I'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, I give credit to Tim Ream for staying at Fulham. I give him credit. Obviously, they're going to get relegated, but um, for him to remain with Fulham and not demand to go somewhere else, um, you know, that's a credit to him. He, uh, you know, I bet you him and his family uh, feel comfortable being at Fulham, being comfortable in England. So I say uh, good for him. And it doesn't matter if you're playing for a top league club uh, or not, as long as you're getting your minutes, that's all that matters. Let everything else get figured out towards the back end. So we'll see what happens. But other than that, I thought uh, Reem really looked good out there, 
and who knows what happens in his future if he comes back to MLS, plays for his hometown St. Louis uh, club that's going to be in MLS, I believe, next season. Uh, if you haven't seen photos of their new stadium being built, it looks fantastic so far. Seats are not in yet at the moment. Obviously, you can say it's still a skeleton of, its, uh, of itself being constructed. But honestly, if you want to go to the St. Louis MLS side, uh, go to the web, go to MLS's website, look up, I guess, St. Louis City, I think they're called, or St. Louis FC. We'll see what happens. But still, though, if you take a look at the pictures on their Twitter account of their brand new stadium so far, even though it's a skeleton look, it still looks fantastic. Absolutely love the stadium. And I hope I make the trip over there and check it out. Other than that, everyone, you know, this is a, like I said, great opening 45. I didn't think they looked solid in their second 45, in the closing 45. Um, but once again, as we've said, the Swiss are playing a friendly for themselves because of the European Championship, and the U.S. is playing in the friendly and getting ready for the CONCACAF Nations League. So it's going to be very interesting to watch. In goal, Horvath, you know, look, I thought he played very well. I'm not blaming him for either goals. Not his fault. Um, He looked strong. And this is where you have a position of Zach Steffen where he's playing for Manchester City. And he's had some matches, but he's really second string. You didn't see him in any of the Champions League matches. And that's where I think at the moment Zach Steffen, and, you know, we'll see what happens down the road in the future, because Zach Steffen, you, you cannot claim he is the number one goalkeeper right now for the U.S. men's national team. And if Burhalter throws him in there as the starting goalkeeper, whether it be for Gold Cup or for the World Cup qualifiers, I think that's a mistake. I know he knows Zach very well. Obviously, Zach Steffen was uh, his goalkeeper in MLS when he was on the Columbus crew. And, you know, I understand if he feels, well, you know, he's my guy regardless. But if you're not going to get minutes at Manchester City and they're sporadically giving him minutes at Manchester City, you cannot have him start in goal, whether it be a Gold Cup or a World Cup qualifier, even a Nations League match. Don't do it. I think it's wrong. I think it doesn't des- – I, I, I honestly, I believe – look, I believe that Horvath deserves an opportunity to start here. I believe he has the right to start. He has the opportunity to start. He's been starting uh, for his club in Belgium for a very, very long time. He's been doing very well over there. And I think it's time for him to get that opportunity to be the number one goalkeeper for the Nations League. Now, I don't know about down the road. I don't know about Gold Cup or World Cup qualifying. Or if he is World Cup qualifying bound, um, Horvath, so be it. I think Gold Cup, you're going to have to take a look. You have to see other goalkeepers as well that might get an opportunity. Like I said, I think Matt Turner should get an opportunity for the national team. I think he would make a great second or third string goalkeeper for the national team. 
for what he's done with the Revolution. And even though the opponent in that last friendly wasn't really a uh, a big deal, still though, you got to make the saves whenever they come at you. And the penalty kick save he had, we we know about how good and strong he is making saves from the spot kicks against the opposition. So all I can say is is that for um, Matt Turner. You know, if he gets an opportunity, let him go for it. Give it to him. Give it to him and let him go for it and let him do the deed and the damage. I'm telling you right now. Telling you right now. You know, seeing Matt Turner in goal and wearing the USA goalkeeper shirt was amazing to watch. I truly, truly believe truly believe that he can be on the national team if he gets that opportunity. But we'll have to wait and see. I still don't think Zach Steffen um, right now is the number one goalkeeper for the USA. He's not been giving an opportunity uh, so much uh, for Manchester City. But once again, uh, in this situation, I feel that um, it should be somebody else right now. I mean, I would give it, I, I mean, you know, David Ochoa, in my opinion, I think David Ochoa would be an excellent goalkeeper for uh, the men's national team. I don't blame him at all for the Olympic debacle that happened in Mexico and during the qualifying stage. I think David Ochoa was snake bit and he had no help whatsoever. Cannot blame him, period. Cannot blame him, period, for the loss against Mexico or even the semifinal loss against Honduras that would have given uh, this team the Olympic uh, send-off that they definitely would have gotten. Until then, until then, um, I, I mean, I love what Ochoa has done. And like I said, I'd love to see him in the Gold Cup if he gets that opportunity. I would. I really, really would. But until then, we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen. Still, uh, once again, I am good with the opening 45. I felt good about the opening 45. The second, the closing 45, the second 45, a lot of question marks. And that back line's got to be better. If that back line's not going to be better, then forget it. You're going to the third place game. On Sunday. And that cannot happen. That cannot happen. Whether you like it or not, the CONCACAF Nations League is a permanent tournament from CONCACAF. The UEFA Nations League is. And everyone is playing in it. Everyone loves it over there. And that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a part of their repertoire, just like the European Cup Championship was going to get underway very, very soon. So we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen, and we're going to have to wait and see how this whole thing gets played out. Other than that, um, I just think Berhalter's going to have to tinker a little bit and see what's going to happen with that back line. Other than that, um, we'll just have to wait and see what happens, and it should be a lot of fun. All right, everybody, um, this will do it for the post-game show. The United States falls to the Swiss, 
to the Swiss by a final of two goals to one. Um, like I said, very good opening 45. It was that second half that was a problem, and communication was lacking. Communication needs to be better for the USA if they're going to do well this coming Thursday. Uh, real quick, uh, schedule for Four Scenes Fire American Soccer Show uh, tomorrow. Of course, first of all, happy Memorial Day to everyone, and happy Memorial Day to all our veterans out there that battled uh, in those in the wars representing our country, uh, we thank you for your service to our country. To all the veterans out there, happy Memorial Day. Um, so tomorrow, regular 14th Fire American Soccer Show, Carter Krishnar will join me trying to get a second guest. We'll let you know what happens uh, this Thursday. Uh, post-game show uh, for USA versus Honduras uh, in the CONCACAF Nations League. And then on Friday, another episode of the National Premier Soccer League show. Uh, that'll start at 8 o'clock Eastern Time on Friday, this coming Friday. So it should be, ex- uh, should be exciting and a lot of fun. So I just want to say thank you very much for listening to the show. Don't forget Forty Teens Fire, uh, the blog, and Forty Teens Fire here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Forty Teens Fire. And hopefully you all will have a fun time. But my name is Daniel Feuerstein. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I'll talk to you guys again. Uh, tomorrow night, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. And always please enjoy your football. Once again, final score, the United States fall to the Swiss by a final of two goals to one. You have a good afternoon. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy Memorial Day, everybody. Take care so long, and bye-bye for now.